Hey guys, it's your host, Jumi Moses, and welcome to A Word to the Wise, a weekly podcast where I drop some knowledge and tips on how to combat obstacles in your life and become the best version of yourself. I also discuss ways to develop compassion, empathy, and growth in a direction of love and acceptance for all. I promise you, it's positive vibes only. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Award to the Wise podcast. I hope that you're doing well and I hope that you're staying safe as always. And most importantly, I hope that you're outside getting some vitamin D because the sun is out and it is shining, okay? So on today's episode, I really want to focus on how to have effective conversations around race, racism, and racial justice. And I'm sure by now we're all aware of what's been going on in the news, you know, with protests sweeping the nation and countries all over the world. And, you know, since protests started, I think we've made some very small strides, in my opinion. You know, for example, you know, they passed the Breonna Taylor law, which bans no-knock warrants. And for many of you who don't know what a no-knock warrant is, a no-knock warrant is typically a warrant that's issued by a judge that allows law enforcement officers to enter a property without immediate or prior notification to the residents on that property. So what that means is that they can like open your door or bust into your apartment or house, wherever you stay, without knocking or ringing the doorbell. So That's cool. (laughs) Um, But, you know, let's just keep in mind that her killers, you know, the cops who killed her have not been arrested because she was shot while she was sleeping. So this is all to say that we still have a lot of work ahead of us towards the fight for racial justice. How do we continue the momentum when we stop protesting? Because obviously we can't protest from now till tomorrow. We can't protest forever. So how do we keep the momentum, how do we ensure that, you know, people are still doing things that are going to drive change? And I believe one of the first steps towards keeping the momentum is ensuring that we're actually having educated and like effective conversations regarding race. So I did a lot of research. And if you do, if you go on Google, I should say, and you type in how to have effective conversations, you're going to see a lot of things. But you know, I was able to synthesize it and pick eight things that I think are super important if you're trying to have conversations about race, racism and racial justice, right? So number one, I believe that you need to approach the conversation with respect, okay? So the topic of race is a very, very, very heavy issue. And you need to respect that it's, you know, it's it's a very nuanced topic. And you also need to respect that, you know, it, it represents centuries of pain and oppression. So you need to go into that conversation with the utmost respect for what is being talked about. Number two, you need to put aside your preconceptions. So what do I mean by that? You know, it doesn't mean that personal experiences aren't valid. It just simply acknowledges the fact that, you know, your personal experience cannot possibly, you know, give the complete view of such a complex issue such as race. You know, the history of racism itself extends far beyond individuals. You know, in fact, it encompasses, you know, years, hundreds of years, I should say, of both individual and like community experience. So it's very, very important that you 
leave your preconceptions at the door because you want to be able to come into this conversation open-minded and willing to hear all sides without, you know, prejudging. So number three, examine your motivation. So if you're looking to have a conversation about race and it's because you're bored or you might feel, I don't know, guilty about something or you're curious, I really suggest that you want to stay away from those conversations. Okay. It's not, you're not in the right mind space to have that conversation. However, if you're looking to be part of change, if you're looking to learn and be an ally and really just make sure that you are doing your part, then 100% join the conversation. So number four, embrace the discomfort of not knowing. I know I personally struggled with this as well because, you know, race is such a nuanced topic and it's very, very heavy. And sometimes, you know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to know everything and have all the answers. And sometimes we don't. And you need to acknowledge that because acknowledging that will allow you to listen carefully. It will allow you to learn as well. So following up on number four, okay, after admitting to yourself that you don't know something, then you need to find out what you don't know, okay? You need to do your own individual research. And, you know, learning is going to be a combination of individual and group learning, but, you know, there's a lot of individual work you have to do as well before you come into the group or try to have a conversation with somebody, okay? So go online and look up resources, whether it's articles, white papers, books, I don't know, webinars, if you want to watch movies, whatever it is, but get yourself educated as much as possible. And it's going to be, you know, a a lifelong thing. You're not going to learn everything at once, but keep at it. Number six, be rigorously solution oriented and forward looking. So before going into these conversations, it's very, very important to understand that like you're going into the conversation, not just to talk about race, but to talk about what can be done towards the fight for racial justice and, you know, what can be done towards the fight against racism, period. So you have to be, you know, rigorously solution oriented because you're going to go in there thinking about, okay. We're having this conversation, but what can we actually do to make sure that we're seeing the change that we need to um, to see, I should say. Number seven, describe how racial bias and discrimination holds us all back. Okay, so it's very, very important for all of us to realize as we're going into this conversation, it is a human thing. It's a human issue, right? And People need to understand that like, you know, at some point in all of our lives, like we've been left out or, you know, we've been kicked out of a group or something or just made to feel less than or bullied. You know, most of us, not all, not everybody. So it's important to remind everybody of those feelings in the conversation, right? Because once you do, it will help everyone think about what racism and oppression really means for others as well as themselves, right? And to further drive this point, research shows that people are more likely to acknowledge that discrimination against another group of people is actually happening if they themselves have experienced discrimination too. So number eight. So we've had this extensive conversation, right? A conversation that has probably spanned across multiple conversations. And now we need to synthesize that. So number eight is going to be focused on restating the values, problems, solutions, and actions that were identified in that conversation. So for example, values is going to be focused on, okay, in the conversation, 
what were the shared values that were stated? Okay, so for example, it could be Black Lives Matter and we need to put an end to police brutality. Okay, perfect. So what's the problem? The problem is going to be focused on, okay, what are some threats to the shared values that we just invoked, right? And that could be, okay, if we don't elect the right officials, right, then they, there may never be an end to police brutality, right? Okay. Okay. So what's the solution? The solution could be, we stand for Black Lives Matter and ending police brutality. So therefore we need to vote. And that's what the solution is. Okay, perfect. What's the action? Everybody needs to register to go vote or everybody needs to vote. So now that I have detailed the eight things you need to consider while having conversations on racial issues, I'm just going to go through the list one more time. Okay, so number one, approach the conversation with respect. All right. Number two, put aside your preconceptions. Number three, examine your motivation. Number four, embrace the discomfort of not knowing. Number five, find out what you don't know. Number six, be rigorously solution-oriented and forward-looking. Number seven, describe how racial bias and discrimination holds us all back. And number eight, VPSA, restate the value, problem, solution, and action stated in the conversation. Well, I hope that was helpful to you all, and I hope you consider these tips before entering into a conversation on race. Till next time, peace and love, always, always, always. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to rate and review this podcast. And if you're truly loving this podcast, I suggest you follow us on Instagram at a word to the wise pod. Also, if you have any suggestions about episodes or things you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, please feel free to email a word to the wise pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.